Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Today in Watching Your Wealth, former New York Jet Bart Scott gives financial tips to NFL draft prospects. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Bart Scott is a famous NFL player and also now works for Morgan Stanley, giving tips to young recruits in the financial and in the football field. So it's wonderful to have you join, Bart. My pleasure. You're too kind. Famous. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll take it. I, you know, I'm a huge Jets fan. I will always be a huge Jets fan, so it's always a thrill to have you on here. Bart, the draft is happening this week, as you well know. What are some of the guys feeling at this moment? anxious they're yeah. nervous they don't know what to expect you don't know what city you're going to live in um, you don't know what you know organization you're going to call home and nothing really prepares you for what's about to happen you you're going by you, you've been going about you know 50 miles an hour now you're about to go light speed oh my goodness and you know yeah. it's 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 a very exciting time but it's also nerve-wracking and you just want it over with oh yeah i'm sure so much anxiety so whether you get picked up at the draft right away or you get picked up a few days later what are some financial decisions you have to face well one you, you you've hired a, a, an agent you you maybe have hired a uh, accountant uh, maybe a business manager or publicist um, you know, you put those guys to work. Um, you know, hopefully you'll be getting a signing bonus and you got to, you know, at this point you, you hope that the player has have sat down with their financial team and tried to create or have a financial playbook. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you anticipate what's going to happen. You know, you get a, an idea from the experts and from your agent where you think you may be slotted, you know, what the compensation was for that the year before. And you start making decisions about, you know, where you want to put some of that money and some of the financial decisions that you're going to have to start to make. Now, Reggie was saying when he was on here before, he was talking about um, just talking about how when you come into a lot of money, all of a sudden, <laughs> a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork and you're, how much you make is just broadcast all over the world. Tell us about some of the challenging parts of coming into a lot of money like that. Well, what happens is I always tell the, the, the athlete that you never know who you're going to lose because of money. A lot of times they believe that the athlete himself or herself changes, but it's really the people around you because now you have the resources to be a a solution to some of their problems. And they instead of seeing you as the cousin, the son, the friend, they see you as a as a means to an end to help make their lives better, and sometimes that can be depressing and 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 it really can 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 strike you in a, you know in a, in a tough way. And athletes have to you know understand that now they're a professional, now they're a business. We always say it, you know, we we say that you're you're the CEO of you Inc. and um you have to run it and you have to make big boy decisions, and that's part of it. Um, you know, managing your finances, but also managing relationships. So how do you deal with that, like, on a personal level? Like, Well, for me, just just like I on, on a football field, so to use a football analogy, I have my defensive line, you know, that, that protects me from the offensive line and the fullbacks getting up to me. You want to have, you know, financial layers of protection, be it your, you know, agent, you know, be it your financial advisor, be it your business manager, or if you're strong enough to say no yourself, you know, then you can be that guy. But you don't want to have layers of protection. You don't want to have to fill every call, every request. 
you know, you want to make sure that, you know, you have somebody to send it to and they can be the bad guy, so to speak. Uh, and, and a lot of times it's just having a plan, having a process of going through the decision, because realistically, you're not going to say no to everybody because what, what makes it hard, you know, what, what makes no so hard is that you have emotional attachment to everybody that's asking you. So how do you say no to your, your brother, your sister that you grew up with and you dreamed about this moment that they supported you along the way? But you have to understand that you can't leave yourself financially vulnerable because if you're the person that everybody depends on, if you're in financial distress and, and you're not well, who can you call to to help you? That's a really good point. What kind of opportunities are you presented with now that you're wealthy? Opportunity, your network grows. Your network grows and your exposure grows. And now you can, you can, you know, we always say it all the time. It's not about your net worth. It's about your network. Because the hardest thing to get in life is information. You know, people will let you work for them, but they won't teach you how to own their business because they see you as competition. I see. But sometimes they don't see you as threatening because now you have something to offer to them. You know, you can, you know, maybe be their 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 son's favorite player. They could be dad of the month, you know, mother of the year. <laughs> if 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 you can get them sideline passes. Well leverage that relationship. You know, it's nothing wrong with a relationship if one person gives another one something as long as it comes back in return. And that's what happens. And you just have to make sure and you have to judge the relationships and see if it's good for you. But it's good to be able to have that to to try and get knowledge for something that you want to do outside of the football or the athletic realm. At what point should you start thinking about your career after football, would you say? As soon as you get in the NFL. Oh, really? We said all along, NFL, not for long. And, you know, just oh. because you come in as a – just like because you come in as a top prospect doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a long career. So what happened is when you get your first – your first contract, you have to act as this is the last money I'm ever going to get. And what happens is if you're in great financial uh, position, then that allows you to have options when that end comes. You know, you don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to sign that one-year deal that, you know, you have to sign waivers and, and put your long-term health at stake because you need a paycheck. It allows you to say, you know what? I have options. I have money. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to use some of the resources that the NFL provides, whether it's the broadcast boot camp, whether it's the continuing education program. That allows you to step back and make a sound decision. You know, I had to make a decision. Um, I I was scheduled to make $7 million. I tore my toe up, had re, total reconstruction of my toe. And I had to make a decision. Do I go and play for the minimum and go play here or there, or do I make a smooth transition with the opportunity that was presented to myself which was the opportunity at CBS to continue. And I made that decision because I had, I had options because I had taken care of myself financially. I can do what was good from a long-term standpoint, not just something that was instant because I could step back. And, of course, you know, CBS pays me well, but they didn't pay me what the NFL paid me and allowed me to step back and say, listen, this is a career that I can have for the next 20 years, and this opportunity may not be here if I take another grab at money for, say, a year or two here and bounce around with a team, yeah, it's good now, but if you do the long-term averages, you look at a guy like Tom Jackson, who's probably made more money off the field in broadcast than he ever did as a player. Is it tough for players to step away, though? It is, because, you know, it's, you know they, they always say an athlete dies two deaths. So you die your natural death, but you die the, the day that you walk away from a sport. You know, unlike basketball, unlike baseball even, um, 
you don't see people playing pickup games of football with 22 people on each side. It's kind of hard to find 12 people to <laughs> get together and, you know, or 22 people to get together and play a football game. So after that, it's nothing that you can do. You know, you look at, I'm looking at Ice Cube and he has that new league for basketball. You know, all the former players can go play 303 tournaments. So you still get that competition, but you also get to play against people that was on your skill level. It's, that doesn't exist for football. So it's a hard transition because, you know, even with myself, you know, they tell you how to turn it on, but they never tell you how to turn it off. Oh, and, you know, your entire career, the aggressive, violent response has always been the proper one. You know, go go make a big hit. Go make a big collision. Go make right. something happen. And then now you have to go back into the regular, you know, society. And now you have to find a way to kind of decompress and kind of figure a way how to come up with your new normal. And a lot of players struggle with that because they, they let what they do define who they are. And what you do should never define who you are. You should define what who you are. That's a really, not by, by what, what you do. That's a really good advice. If you had to leave one piece of financial advice for the guys going through the draft this week, what would that be? Well, I would say first of all, be vigilant about you know your finances. Make sure that you're not an absentee owner. Now, make sure that you're you know it's the responsibility of the people that you hire to not only you know do their job and you have to hold them accountable. They're not your friends. You hold them accountable, and also they, they, they sometimes when you hire a financial team, and because we're so young, we think that you know we owe them something or we work for them, but in return they work for us, and it's their job to also educate you because you know nobody's an expert on this stuff, especially an athlete that didn't go to school for that. So it's nothing to be ashamed of if you don't understand some of this stuff. But it is a shame if you don't search out and get the information and get coached up and learn. You should hold your financial team accountable for that and also have somebody to check the person checking the person checking the person that's great advice. checks and balances yeah for sure and don't sign anything you don't understand yeah. you know because no power of attorney right none of that none of that exactly uh thanks Bert. would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz sure all right thanks you stick around too this message comes from viking committed to exploring the world in comfort Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Love tech? Dig gadgets? Then make tech news briefing from the Wall Street Journal a part of your day. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with former New York Jed Bart Scott, who's going to take our fun financial quiz. I'm nervous. All right. I think you got this, Bart. Bart, what's the best financial advice you ever heard? Hmm. Best financial advice I ever heard was from um, the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, Steve Bashotti. He said, live like a, a king for a year or live like a prince forever. Oh, good point. Worst financial advice you ever heard? <laughs> well, um, I think um, the barber shop slash car wash was one of the worst things I ever heard. Oh, man. Fill in the blank. Money can buy. Not happiness. So fill in the blank. Money can't buy. Um, money can't buy common sense. Oh, good point. If you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? 
sit on it. Nice, nice. You might have a career as a future financial advisor. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Bart. It was a pleasure. Invite me back anytime. All right. It's always good to be around Jet fans. We will, we will. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow the Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.